0: Hello and welcome back to the podcast. If you are new here, my name is Autumn. I'm a holistic health coach, passionate about all things health, wellness, mindset, and today we're going to be talking about motivation. As you can tell from the title, what do you do when motivation fails? So I just want to dive into this because I feel like this is such a relatable topic. This is what I talk about with my clients. I get DMs about this. This is something that I've struggle with from time to time Um, and so oftentimes motivation is something we rely on to help us you know achieve our goals whether it's applying for a job or getting up in the morning or even just going to the gym Um, we think we must feel motivated all the time to achieve the things that we want out of life but if you're waiting for the wave of motivation to come through you may never get to the place you want to be and so through my self-development journey, through my health journey, I have learned that I cannot depend on motivation. That is something that is going to come and go, um, especially when I'm starting something new. I notice that motivation's there, right? Like when I am, you know, starting, when I was first starting my health journey and getting into that, I was like really motivated and inspired and was doing all of this research and then, you know, reached a point where it I didn't always feel motivated to do these things or to put the work into myself. Um, And even in the past, when I've gone through dieting, I was really motivated that first week to lose whatever weight that I wanted to lose. And then, you know, a couple weeks later, I was obviously not following the diet. Um, So we can apply this to several different things. Okay, so what do we do when the motivation is not there? I feel like we all hit these points. Where we've set specific goals, whether it's starting, um, you know, an early morning routine, or going to the gym, or you know, maybe you want to start eating healthy, and you are looking for that motivation to go grocery shopping to make all of the meals, etc. So you can apply this to several different things. So when motivation fails, I just want to go over a few helpful things, and I wrote some stuff down. Um, So I'll break down each thing, but what I'm going to go over today is your future self, self self-talk, consistency, staying organized, accountability, celebrating the little wins, and taking breaks. So I'm gonna go into each one that I think will be really helpful when motivation fails and what to also incorporate in your day-to-day life that will help you achieve the goals and achieve the things that you want out of your life. So the first thing is, is to envision your future self. I rely on this a lot. When I am not feeling motivated, what I like to do is, is I like to think about my future self future autumn and how she's showing up in the world. What is she doing? How does she spend her day? What are her habits? Um, What does her morning routine look like? What does her night routine look like? What does her work-life balance look like? And I think far into the future. you know, It could be me next year. It could be me in five years. And I just really allow myself to visualize that life and to really feel all the feels. So, all the, th- all the things that I'm doing and how I feel living that life. That in itself motivates me because I know to get to that version of myself that I want to become, I have to do the work right now. And also a really fun thing that you can do is, and I practice this a lot, is when I'm not feeling motivated, I will think about my future self. So I'll close my eyes. I'll think about her and I'll simply just ask like what advice would she give me right now for this current situation the current situation that I'm in I'm not feeling motivated maybe not feeling excited um and I'll ask myself what advice would she give me and so then I begin to apply that advice maybe she's telling me you know take it day by day moment by moment or to Write down the list of things that I need to get done today. Let's say I'm feeling overwhelmed that day. So I just let whatever answer come through, come through, and then I begin to apply that. So the action piece is important, right? We can know what to do, right? We can get the advice, right? But really beginning to apply that into your day-to-day life is important. That will help you achieve the goals and achieve the things that you want out of your life. Okay. The second thing is self-talk. Self-talk is so important because it really is going to be the defining factor between you and your goals. At the end of the day, I think that we're capable of so much more than we think we can do, right? But I think the biggest blocker is the way that we speak to ourselves. So... If you're someone who is critical, you're putting yourself down, you're constantly telling yourself, I can't do that, or I'm not worthy, or I'm not good enough, or, you know, it's hard to be successful, it's hard to wake up in the morning, it's hard, like whatever it is, looking at your self-talk, looking at your, um, how you perceive yourself, right? And getting really clear on that. And I think having that honest conversation with yourself is important because I think a lot of times we don't realize how mean we are to ourselves. So I think one, having that awareness is huge. And also two, your thoughts and feelings are valid, but they're not always truth. So just because you think this about yourself or just because you have this belief system about yourself or you speak to yourself in a certain way, it doesn't mean that 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 has to be your truth, or that has to be your reality. This is coming from someone who used to be so self-critical. I was mean to myself. I hated the life that I was living. I was extremely unmotivated. Um, I really had no sense of direction, no sense of self when I was younger. And something that has really shifted things for me is the way that I spoke to myself. Learning how to be your own best friend is so important. You have to have your back because if you don't know how to have your own back and how to be nice to yourself and to treat yourself with compassion and love, what makes you think other people are going to do the same for you? What makes you think that you deserve greatness in your life if you can't even see the greatness within yourself? And so getting in the habit of, one, being aware of blocks that you have, the limiting beliefs, what you're telling yourself, your mindset, and then beginning to shift that. And this is a process, right? This is a practice. You don't just wake up one day and you're like, okay, like I love myself. I know that I'm capable and I'm worthy, right? Like it takes some work, but I truly believe in the power of affirmation. So waking up First thing in the morning, instead of looking in the mirror and criticizing yourself or dreading the day, um, start your day off with excitement. Start your day off with love and compassion. Maybe you want to do a compassion meditation where you're giving yourself self-compassion, right? Or a self-love meditation. There's so many great ones on YouTube. Um, Writing down some affirmations. So something that I like to do is, is I'll write down, um, instead of just saying, you know, I am beautiful, I am worthy, right? Like that's kind of basic, taking it to the next level. I am worthy because. I am beautiful because. And finishing that sentence, because you're going to feel more connected to these things. I am worthy because of this, this, and that. It's really going to help you connect to yourself on a deeper level. So that's something that I really recommend. Um, And then beginning to notice how you speak to yourself, uh, maybe when tough things come up. So let's say, um, you know, you're you're at the gym, and um, maybe you're feeling a little bit low energy that day. Um, You know, this is something that I used to do a lot. I had this idea of like when I was working out or when I was going to the gym, it had to be 100%, right? Like I was very much stuck in this all or nothing mindset. I was stuck in this perfectionist mindset that me working out had to look a certain way. And so if I went to the gym and I just wasn't Feeling that what I intended to do that day, and um, instead, my body wanted something else. There was a lot of shame around that. There was a lot of guilt. I was like, Look, I can't do this. I'm not worthy. I'm not capable. Instead of going in with this mindset that each day is going to look different, right? My body is going to feel different each day. I may have something planned, but when I show up and may begin to do it, maybe it just doesn't feel right. And I think the most important thing is having that self respect setting boundaries with yourself um, and even something as simple as I'm just relating this to fitness um, honoring your body and honoring where you're at so there's times where I'll go to the gym and um, you know that day I plan to weight train but I start doing it I'm like wow my body's actually really sore today or I'm really tired or I'm not feeling it so I'll do something else like I'll walk or I'll stretch or I'll just do something Um, and in the past I used to think that was failing and that i'm not good enough and i can't accomplish certain goals but in reality um we're gonna we're gonna face those things right each day isn't going to look perfect so learning how to just like pivot and understand that any progress is progress and to be proud of yourself for actually showing up so being proud of yourself for which we'll talk about a little bit later but like the small wins um, getting yourself to even get up and go to the gym. Like that in itself is progress right there and um, you're being consistent and you're showing up. So applauding yourself for those little things is huge. And in terms of self-talk, I think another really important thing is, is I think sometimes we're exposed to a lot of this toxic positivity where it's like, just love yourself, love yourself, love yourself. And of course, we're human and there's going to be aspects of us that we don't love love about ourselves. So I always like to look at that as, you know, I'm not going to force myself to love something about myself if I don't like it, but I learn how to confront that and um, accepting that and coming to terms with that instead of looking at this thing that I don't like about myself and view myself as less than or never, or that I'm never going to be good enough. Um, I kind of like to look at that as a challenge. So if I know that I'm not good at something or I have this belief around something, I really try to challenge that and, um, you know, try to become good at that thing. I think at the end of the day, whether we're trying something new, you know, for instance, Uh, you know, with something like starting a business, a health coaching business. I was a beginner and learning a lot of things. And instead of me telling myself that I'm stupid and I'm not capable and I can't do this, I started just becoming really curious. I'm like, okay, I really want to begin to understand these things that maybe seem a little bit complex or, um, you know, that seem difficult for me to understand so I would do research into a lot of things that I was curious about in terms of business and really educating myself and those things that once felt so scary I now feel confident in and so just knowing that we're humans we can learn we can change we can evolve so just because you have this belief around something again relating it back to it doesn't mean that it's doesn't mean that it's true so challenging yourself a little bit asking for help being curious doing some research challenging yourself because you'll really begin to surprise yourself okay and then the third thing that has been so helpful on my journey is consistency and I think consistency is key and I feel like we hear this a lot but I would say most days are out of habit and since I've been so consistent with certain things, um, that obviously again has turned into a habit. I would say the beginning is always the toughest. So when I look back to when I was first on my health journey or starting social media or whatever I was like uh, a beginner at, like in the very, very beginning, it was tough. Like I remember when I tried to start eating better. It was really challenging for me because I was in this habit of not making the healthiest choices, eating fast food, things were really convenient. I really didn't know how to cook and so I had to learn all of these new skills. And so instead of looking at this and running and telling myself I can't do it, I challenged myself a little bit each day. Okay, today I'm going to make a new breakfast recipe. Just starting off with something small and realistic and then that obviously evolved and I was really excited because making something in the kitchen used to be really difficult for me and then once I got past that hurdle, I was like, okay, I can go on to the next thing and it also showed me I can do hard things and just because I'm stuck in these old habits doesn't mean that I, I can't change that. And so I think staying consistent is... Huge and giving yourself small little goals each day that's gonna help you get to that bigger goal because um, when I started learning how to cook I wasn't cooking breakfast lunch and dinner that was just like too much for me and I wasn't cooking new meals all the time um, it was a slow progression you know the same thing with social media I that was a slow evolution Um, But each day I gave myself new little goals. Each week I gave myself new little goals and then I was able to build from there. Research now shows that it takes anywhere from 21 to 66 days to build a new habit. So I would say getting past the first, you know, three weeks, I would say the first week is probably the most challenging. But again, going back to the practices that I'd mentioned. So thinking about your future self and the version of yourself that you want to become, um self-talk is huge and so motivating yourself along the way um so some things that have helped me stay consistent which i mentioned in the beginning and i want to just like break down these things is one staying organized so i think getting clear on your goals is huge so looking at the big macro goal right um that you want to achieve and then beginning to break that into little micro habits and asking yourself, how can I start today? How can I start this week? What can I do today that's going to bring me one step closer to my goal? Because in reality, things don't just change overnight. You don't become an overnight success um, or whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish isn't going to happen overnight. That's the reality. And I think accepting that, that growth and change is a process. Um, And so staying organized, scheduling things in is extremely beneficial. I started using a planner when I was 19. I was not great in school when I was younger. And once I got to college, I started becoming really motivated because one, I was the one paying for my college. So that was a motivator in itself because things weren't, it wasn't just handed to me. I was using my own money that I was earning to pay for my college. So of course I wanted to succeed and get good grades. And so I really had to change my system um, and that included getting a planner. So writing everything down and writing all the things that I had to accomplish time batching things so giving things a specific time so you know i'm going to do homework between this time i have classes at this time i am going to study at this time i know it sounds really obvious but a lot of people actually don't do this and it shocks me but having that will be so helpful and will get you into that routine um I love scheduling things in, in my planner like I said, but also using Google Calendar because it connects to your phone. Um, So that way you are getting sent reminders. I have a reminder um, sent to me 30 minutes prior before doing something Um, and that just pushes me to show up. I'm like, okay, it's here, now it's up to me to make the decision to do that task. I just like to think of this like scheduling in appointments. So when you make an appointment, right, or you make a reservation, you're going to be more likely to show up, right? You're going to show up to that doctor's appointment. If you miss that doctor's appointment, there's a consequence. The consequence is, is you'll get a late fee. Um, and a lot of restaurants do the same thing. And so I think sometimes too what I'll do for myself is if I don't show up and do this thing, then I give myself some sort of consequence, um, something that I'll do with Alex, who is my boyfriend, um, when we are setting goals with each other, um, and, and he'll do this with me too, but if I tell him I want to do this, hold me accountable, I've scheduled this in, And if I don't do this, then I'm paying for dinner tonight. Or if I don't do this, I'm going to give you $100. And I don't want to have to give them $100. I don't want to pay for dinner. So that's also what helps me stay on top of these things. And so the next tip, which falls into what I'm already talking about, is accountability. So having someone in your life to help hold you accountable maybe it's a mentor, or maybe it's a friend and you're working towards a similar goal, having someone help you in the beginning, at least in the beginning stages, I think is huge and important. Um, so let's say you are uh, working on a business and you have another friend who is working on a side hustle or a business. Begin to set weekly meetings with this person begin to work with this person so scheduling some time throughout the week that you guys dedicate time to work towards your passions to work towards your passion project and these goals and then going over each week what you're working towards and then um, having like a goal that week so then the following week you can go over the wins and then as well as what you could have done better so I think having someone that you can um, talk to and work with is is huge. I think support is so important. Community is really important. But if you don't have a big community around you in terms of, you know, if you're working, if it's like a business goal or a fitness goal or a health goal, um, find one person. And I think that we all need a little bit of a push. Um, I know for myself, something that's huge is having a gym buddy, Um, so I have a group that I work out with at the gym and we go to the gym together and I work out even harder. I show up because other people are depending on me and so having that is really, really important and such a big reason why I still show up and I go to the gym, but more so recently um, when someone can't go or if everyone can't go. I've found that it's easier for me to show up because I have gone through the really tough part. I think going to the gym for me in the beginning was really difficult because I didn't really know the machines. I was scared to go into the weight room. And so having my boyfriend and then my friends help me out in the gym really gave me the confidence and now I feel really confident going alone. So that's why I said at least having accountability in the beginning stages can really push you and support you and help you. This is also a big reason why I'm a big fan of coaches or having mentors in your life. And I think sometimes when you're paying for something, so if you're paying for a coach or you're paying for a mentor, you're more likely to do it. Um, in the past when I've worked with coaches and I'm paying for that service, I'm going to do the work and I'm going to get that done and I'm going to go above and beyond versus if I'm not paying for something because there's really there's not really a sense of urgency um, because I'm not paying for that so something that's been helpful for me too um, and I'm just relating this to fitness because I feel like it's really easy but doing at home workouts just it it doesn't do it for me and so the fact that I have to pay for a gym membership that's also pushing me and motivating me to actually go. I live in an apartment complex that actually has a gym and I thought I was going to use it all the time but I don't. And so what pushes me and holds me accountable is also paying for my gym membership. I'm paying for this, so I want to show up and use it and and get my money's worth. And final two things. So I want to first go over celebrating the little wins. This is huge. I think oftentimes when we set goals and we accomplish those goals, we don't really ever slow down and take a moment and celebrate it's like we get to that goal and then we're on to the next and so really allowing yourself to slow down and to be present and to really reflect on um, all the hard work that you put into yourself maybe it's a goal that you've been working on for several months or maybe it's a goal that you've been working on for several several years and you finally got to it and so celebrating that Even just celebrating the small little things like getting yourself out of bed, I feel like that can be so challenging and I know I have those days when I have so much to do and it could be so easy for me to just cancel everything and have a, you know, a fake sick day and just lay in bed all day, but what holds me accountable and what pushes me are the things that I have mentioned, so thinking about my future self. Getting clear on how I want to show up each day, but even just celebrating the fact that I got out of bed, I took a shower, I made myself a meal like sometimes even doing those little things can feel so difficult, just depending on your mood that day and how you're feeling. Sometimes that's the easiest thing, but sometimes that's the hardest thing. So celebrating that and applauding yourself for the hard work. I think. When it comes to the end of the day, it's really easy to reflect on, even if you've had a busy day and I find myself even doing this and I have to give myself this reminder that even when I have the busy days and I look, I reflect on my day at the end of the day and I don't really acknowledge all of the hard work that I've put in that day and I, and I automatically look at what I didn't do well, I didn't get this done and I didn't get that done and I didn't have enough time for this. And so instead of being extremely hard on myself, I like to, when I I catch myself talking to myself like that, I'll look at what I did and what I accomplished and when I sit and reflect on that, I'm like, wow, I actually got so much done. I can't believe I'm being mean to myself. I can't believe I'm being hard hard on myself. I'm not going to be perfect. I only have a certain amount of time to get a b c and d done and it's okay that i didn't get this done tomorrow is a new day and the things that i am bummed about that i didn't get done today i'm just going to make that a priority tomorrow there's no reason to be hard on myself to put myself down to you know to to be mean to myself i'm just going to Move on and move forward and not dwell on it. Because, like I mentioned, nothing good comes out of being mean to yourself. So, if you're sitting there thinking, you know, I didn't get this done today, I didn't get that done, when you had this full list of things that you've got done, it's not going to benefit you because at the root of it, you're never going to feel enough. That list could have had a hundred things on there, but if you didn't get 101 things done that day, it wouldn't be enough. So really begin to reflect on what you did get done that day and celebrating that, celebrating the small ones, celebrating the big wins because this is going to help you so much long term. And then the final thing that I want to go over that's so helpful if you are not feeling motivated is taking breaks at the end of the day we are human beings we have feelings we are not robots we can't just perform 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 and expect ourselves to be at 100% and expect our cup to expect our cup to be full all the time if we're not taking breaks and giving back to ourselves so Learn how to take breaks in between your day, whether that's going on a walk, taking a cold shower, allowing yourself to reset, maybe even ending the day a little bit early if you're feeling burnt out. Because if you're constantly showing up in this energy where you're feeling depleted and not and not good and not feeling energized, that's gonna translate into whatever that you're doing. You're not gonna give your 100% in if you're not feeling good. So taking breaks and giving back to yourself is important and is going to take you further. We think that slowing down and taking breaks is a sign of weakness, it's not. And if you don't slow down and give yourself those breaks, you're going to reach burnout. And I think that we've all have experienced that. And I think when it comes down to the goals and the things that you're working towards, you're going to start resisting those specific things, especially if you have unrealistic expectations or you're putting way too much energy towards these things. So I think back to like when I was first starting on my fitness journey, I felt like I had to go to the gym seven days a week for two hours. And I did that and I completely burned myself out after a month and resisted fitness took a long break from fitness because it became this unhealthy thing and so I think one being realistic with your goals and not overdoing it and easing into it but also taking breaks and giving back to yourself is important and is going to take you further now that I have such a different relationship with fitness and I know that there's going to be some weeks when I don't go to the gym and that's okay and there's also going to be weeks when I'm really consistent and I don't think that there's a right or wrong. I think at the end of the day when I'm listening to my body and I'm honoring myself, I'm more likely to show up even better. So if I'm sick, if I'm injured, if You know, I'm on my period. I'm not going to force it. I'm going to allow myself to rest. And giving myself that break makes me motivated. I feel inspired and ready to get back into the gym and move my body versus, um, you know, punishing myself or being really hard on myself and pushing myself past my limits. I think that there has to be a healthy boundary between that. I'm all about pushing yourself and pushing yourself past your limits, but not to the point where it starts to backfire and it's making you unhealthy it's draining your energy mentally and emotionally you're not well and you're so physically drained and depleted that's not good i think a little bit of a push is necessary right because um like i said earlier oftentimes we'll be surprised at surprised by how much we can actually take on and what we can accomplish and what we can do right so i think it's all it's all it all comes down to a balance and i think at the end of the day if things are draining your energy change that like change the system take a break slow down because you're going to come back feeling so much better all right that's it for today's episode i hope that you gained some inspiration i hope that this motivate you motivated you and has left me feeling good and has brought just some some clarity Uh, this is what I found to be helpful for me especially as someone who is an entrepreneur I make my own schedule I am in charge of all the things and I think oftentimes I think that in the past I used to only rely on motivation and I realized that I'm not always going to feel motivated I'm not always going to want to do the things on my to-do list but I do it because I think about my future self and the life that I want to build. And I do it for her and I do it for you know my future family and the future kids that I want to have in my life. So I really encourage you applying and incorporating in some of the things that I've mentioned if you don't already do that already and would love to hear your feedback, would love to hear your thoughts and what's been helpful for you. So. Send me a DM, reach out if you listen to this episode and if it's been helpful for you. And I would really appreciate it if you shared this episode on your story or sharing it with a friend. It really helps me out with the podcast and allows me to do what I'm doing. So I will talk to you in two weeks and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.